for the family. All money is legal now. All money is legal. Just repair y'all. A meal. For the dime. A million. Oh, million. Check it out, Joe. Hey, yo, this time is for my family. We ride or die. It's in the blood to the now. Aim for the sky, my. That famous sure, song with Jay, uh, it's funny. out there, he was not a kid that never came. No <laughs> so well, 10 tell years later with the album. Yeah, just... What they tell me. Chemist, gunk, be named. Memphis. Straight from the borough of the... You know what the Memphis is Memphis is for? For the fun of it. Hustle for the... Make it easy money. money and rubber bands just for the love of it. Straight from... Wow. We listen out of Memphis. Out of Memphis. Out of Memphis. What's up, motherfuckers? As usual, back, 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 back it again, back it again, back it again. It's been a minute, been a minute, but as usual, we are back. I am Will K. And this is the Down with the King podcast. What's up, motherfuckers? Um, so C Wade is not here. Um, he's off somewhere doing dreadheaded nigga shit. I don't know. They have a pop up shop today. Yeah, shouts to Fearless Rebels. Fearless um, Rebels. But with that being said, as filling in and somewhat inadequately, <laughs> we have the infamous. I Ashley was forced. K. That's Ashley K A Y, by the way, oh, y'all. Oh God, he's doing a dumb shit. <laughs> um, Ashley K A Y. Yeah. Never forget her. The name. I forgot already. <laughs> Whatever. So with that being said, she's gonna try to fill in on the podcast and offer some type of light skin in, inside. I don't know. She's a half race. So uh, what is that? What, what, why does it have to be a light skin, dark skin thing? I don't know. Maybe she'll bring some of her half breeding um privilege in here. I have no idea. I barely have white privilege. Yeah, whatever you Because they still think I'm black either yeah, way okay. it goes. Okay. Whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know which episode this is. I think it's episode 21? 20. No, it's 21. 21. It may be 21. It could be 21, could be 20. Honestly, I don't really know at this fucking point. We'll figure this shit out. And really? Really? <laughs> really? Ma'am. Ma'am. Ma'am, we are recording. Yes, I am well aware of that. Mm-hmm. Ma'am. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. So... See, she fucking up already. No, this not at shit. all. And she's an actress. She should know better. I know. I look. I know better. Okay, but you said anything happened on this show because this is that your show, ain't right? Part of it. I don't know what the fuck that even well, was. Well, there's the magic. And you be watching editing. dumb videos. So I don't trust this. This is a preview for a movie. What movie? That popped up. It was like Johnny Johnny English. <laughs> nigga, you still gonna do it again? <laughs> I was gonna try. I can't stand <laughs> you, nigga. First of all, why you hang your shit on autoplay anyway? And no, I took it off autoplay. But you have it on auto volume, nigga. No, but nigga. sometime, no, but then how do you take it off? Just I mean, tap it and it mutes it, Yeah, nigga. no, I, but I did. I did that before, Apparently but Apparently you did it again, it, and you never muted it again. Because uh, once you unmute it, it mute, unmutes everything. So you have to hit it again to mute it back again. Well, Instagram is Use very a nigga. weird. So with that being said, 
as you know, this is pretty much how this shit's gonna go because she's already getting on my nerves. No, not um, at all. So again, back like we never left. It's been a minute. Um, got a lot of shit to talk about. I might rant a couple times. I might say fuck a couple niggas. You know, usual shit. Usual shit. But before we get into it, how have you been, Ashley K? It's been a while since you've been on the podcast. What's been going on in your world? Um, right now, um, I guess it's the slowing down process because last year was a very busy year for me as far as with acting and all that good stuff. So right now, um, well, I think I was telling you and Chris the last time I was here, I was uh, working on writing a feature film. It's my first feature film um, that I want to produce and film at least by the end of this year. So it is done. Um, but now I'm kind of in the waiting process to try and so, get pre-production. So stuff. here's the thing. If, we don't have roles in this movie. Nigga, you are banned. Okay, first for of, a year at least. Okay, so let's talk. First off, you guys were in my very first film that we did, that I did, called Happy to Be. You remember I that? I just right? happened to come over that day. No, no, no. I I asked for extras, and you guys was like, "Oh, well, well let us be a part of the extra process of blah blah blah." Because no, I, I wasn't there for that part. Yes, you were. I came after that. Y'all were done filming by the time I got there. You had to have no, been in it. Chris was there. I was not. Chris and Kim were there, I but you were there, there too. I came there after because I brought you, you niggas pizza. You weren't it. Wait, we. I didn't. There was no pizza. Where was pizza? There was pizza there. There was not pizza on my set. It was after the fact, nigga. No, I was, don't. That was a different thing. No, that was. That was. I wasn't in it at all. I am the one. Yes, that, you were. No, I, I can wasn't. guarantee. Well, it's Kyle on was in it. Yes. Chris was in it. And Ken. No, and you. me and Brass, Brass came together. Brass was in it. He may have been, but he, I damn sure it, wasn't. But you were. Nigga, I watched the video with you. Oh, my in God. It. Okay. Look, so. The this, only video I've ever been in is Kyle's and fucking the fucking deed. Yeah, the I remember deed, that. Where That's it. It was like that one line you had. He said it took you 45 minutes just to get right. That's a lie. Kyle's <laughs> No, he said it took you forever. You believe anything Kyle says? I mean, well, it's Kyle. You, you need to know the fuck. <laughs> Kyle exaggerates. It, it did not take me that fucking long. Well, guess what we will be doing after this podcast is over rewatching my short film, Happy to Be. Because. No, you won't. But I know I'm not in it. It's only 15 minutes long, by the way. That's longer than my life wants to give away. Anyways, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you actually want to set aside time to be a featured extra in this project, then Nigga, I technically have a SAG um, feature (laughs) from the D, nigga. (laughs) Why you want to talk shit, nigga. I have a a SAG credit, nigga. Okay. I fought for that. You did. Me and my security guard outfit and my super soaker. Yeah. That, <laughs> that scene was still hilarious. Because I don't know when he chose the outfit. The only thing he gave me was the fucking super soaker and the badge. Oh. Oh, the other shit was me being goofy as hell. It, I mean, it was. That was also the day I was a, a victim of credit card fraud. So that was always that was always great. Oh, wow. Well. Right. Sorry to hear about that. Um, yeah, it but yeah, no, um, that's pretty much because that's going to be my passion project for 2019. And then I've just been auditioning for other stuff. And then, of course, after auditions, the process of waiting to hear if you got it or not is always stressful for an actor. But yeah. Especially if you're not that good. No, don't hate. You can't, you can't say that when you really don't come to, 
to any of my stuff. It's because I know you can't act. No, it's because you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm joking because I can say that because I'm a friend. I can say that shit. Yeah, um, because I know people will be like, oh, then why is you hanging out with him? Blah, blah, blah. So shut up. For fam. I support my. I, I can say what the fuck I want. No, nigga, what the fuck? Fuck anybody. You take it. Probably. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, well, that's great. As long as I get a roll. Um, well, that, you know, I'll probably steal the movie from everybody, and then everybody starts, like, oh my god, he's so great. You know, but I don't, it ain't that kind of movie, bro. No matter. It, I, mean, no, guy, no. I just, I just, I just pop on the screen. I'm such a great guy. Yeah, I mean, you'll take up most of it, but. Fuck you. <laughs> so bland, white and all ass. Um,. Ashley be taking these pictures trying to look sexy, but she has no body, so it'd be funny as hell. So right, lies. <laughs> All lies. All lies. I'm like, look at olive oil. <laughs> I do. Don't see again. It's the lies. So look. So look. Alright, so I've made up too much work. Um also I called my sister yesterday and I said, look, nigga. So next year we talked about going to Australia. We doing that shit. I don't care if it's just me and you, nigga. We going to Australia. Fuck everybody else. If they can't afford to go, then fuck it. We go by my damn selves. I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I'm going. So we're going to Australia next year. So I've been planning that shit, looking at hotels. And- Aren't you? Oh, yeah. What about Coachella? You still doing that this year? I just fu- I just booked my flight and shit for that. We, I mean, tickets were already paid for, but I just booked my flight. So I'm, oh, that shit's taken care of. So now I'm, at this point, it's just waiting until April. The lineup is great, though. Lineup is great. I, uh, yeah, I did. I did see the lineup. I was like, it's a lot of acts. It's always a lot of acts, but like, it's a lot of great fucking acts, though. A lot of great fucking acts. Yeah, I mean, at least with Coachella, you know that that music festival is actually gonna happen. I'm like, fire. Uh, I guess it's a good, smooth transition. So. Yeah. So I don't know a lot of you guys. I'm kind of giving you some back background. So a couple years ago. I don't know if you guys, a lot of you guys may have heard, um, there was a festival. Um, you may have heard in the news about the festival that didn't happen called Fire. Fire spelled with the Y. Fire Festival, and the festival was involving, and Ja Rule was a big. It was like the <laughs> kind of the, the face of it, but there was a guy behind it named Billy McFarland, and Billy, uh, like. I've watched a lot of like like one of my favorite types of movies are like con artist movies. Like I love movies where guys kind of get over and like artist, mess with this, mess with the system and like how they tricked it. Like um, fucking um, now nah, you see me as one of oh yeah that's movies. my favorite one too or um, or the all the oceans of um, movies the stuff at oceans they fuck that movie yeah um, that was that oceans was eleven twelve thirteen like those are my probably I love those type of movies. There was a show called Leverage that came on before. Before I used to love it was a similar type thing. Anytime where you got guys that are like kind of pulling these different kinds and hiding the intricacies, all that shit, I love that kind of stuff. This motherfucker is the real life version of this, but he didn't get away with it. Not at all. But this nigga was pulling off some shit. And so, um, Billy kind of was this kid, grew up and came up in New York, and he had initially wrote his, ran this, um, this scam with this credit card, um, Magnesis or some shit. Yeah, he had Rick Ross on there. Yeah, well, and- yeah, Rick Ross in his show, and like he had Ja Rule's kind of, that's when him and Ja Rule kind of met. And it was a little scam he ran. Um, and then from there, 
they went through this thing where he wanted to do this festival in the Bahamas. Now, the guy, people in the Bahamas told him this shit is not going to fly. That was another thing before that where he was doing the ticket scam, um, telling people he'll get tickets for certain, so he'll buy his tickets for like Hamilton, then he would pay, like he was in debt up to his ass. So the, the fire festival really had to go off because it was a way of him to paying back debt. Mm-hmm. Well, the fire festival was this whole big grandiose idea that he put together about doing this, this exclusive music festival in Bahamas on this island that was supposedly owned by by um who was it castro it was um el chapo el chapo no it wasn't it was somebody else they said it was once owned by el chapo it could have been i don't remember it was somebody else yeah it i believe it was el chapo it wasn't it was somebody was dead el chapo was not dead well somebody it might have been castro is hold on well, but yeah, and it was weird because, well, with the documentary that I watched on Hulu when they were discussing with the whole Magnesius thing, one of the investors that uh, was tied to that ended up. Um, getting- Pablo Escobar. Oh, it's that's who it Pablo was. Escobar. At Pablo Escobar's old island. So that was ever tells it just great thing. So they went to the Bahamas and they filmed this like promo video that was like the most amazing thing. like if I had saw that video back then and I could afford it I would have wanted to go too cause the video was the most amazing thing ever you were like mm-hmm. oh I gotta be there so the prices for the villas and these little t- these tents they were advertising the shits was ridiculous and I don't think they really thought it was going to sell like this so what they did is all the models that they hired for the little video they got them all to post this orange little thing and it just kind of went viral then Kylie Jenner posted a tweet that she got paid mm-hmm. 250 grand for for the single tweet um, and that was about good music being there like yep. it was a bunch of shit like and so all these like it was just amazing thing like I was like, oh my gosh this is gonna be great the problem was the people in the Bahamas that were supposed to be doing getting this stuff together first and foremost um the original island they wanted to do it on they fucked up with the they didn't get the shit right as far as something with the the customs or something like that where they didn't get the license in there so on permits together mm-hmm. so they had to end up going to move to another island the problem is the island they moved to didn't have no sand it was all gravel it wasn't it didn't look shit like the the shit they put on the um on the on the on the advertisement right so that was their first issue and then it started becoming money issues with trying to get that shit set up. The problem is y'all gave yourself four months essentially to get this shit done. And the people that told them, there's no fucking way we're going to pull this shit off in four months. You get closer to it, none of this shit is working out. They're having issues with customs paying money for getting tools in. They're paying all these people who are going unpaid to get all this shit together. Mm-hmm. And when it all said and done, the people the, uh, the people arrive and none of this shit is done the tents that were supposed to be these luxury ass tents was some hurricane all left over from the fucking looking uh, tents from uh, FEMA tents from the hurricane yeah. that came through before like the shit was terrible they, they gave food. them sloppy ass grilled cheese sandwiches like, it, it wasn't, wasn't even grilled cheese. it was just cheese sandwiches it wasn't even <laughs> Slapped food like, with some mustard falling it off crazy. it was crazy like and so the whole situation was crazy they tried and then they tried to they tried to do cease and desist for anybody that was showing what was really going on like the shit was a total debacle mm-hmm. now there's a part that Ashley has not seen because she has not seen the Netflix special 
Um, because there's somebody that's in the Netflix special that is not a part of the. So there's two specials. There's one on Hulu, and there's one on Netflix. The difference is the one on Hulu actually features Billy McFarlane. He's in. He's being interviewed in it. Mm-hmm. It also features a guy who worked for Fuck Jerry. Yep. But he's not. He does. He doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. The one on Netflix is actually produced by the guys from Fuck Jerry. Oh, okay. The, and but because of that, they have some footage because they filmed a lot of shit while this was going on. So they have all of the footage from the shit they filmed. There's even a comp like as Jairo keeps coming out saying, "I was bamboozled, I was hoodwinked, I was led astray." The whole bullshit you posted the other day. Uh, but there's actually a scene where after all this shit came out and everything fell apart when they had to cancel it, there's a conference call where every all the employees is like lost. They don't know what the fuck is going on, and they're like, "Man." We we can get this is crazy man we this is fraud we like we can go to jail for this and he's on a conference call like no this is not fraud this is not fraud this is false advertising at the, at the <laughs> like he's, trying to, he's trying to get these niggas to like get the understanding that he's trying to flip this no shit, bro trying to make it seem like it's not no, what it bro. is talking about yeah we can make this shit up and we can do it again next year Mm-mm. we can make like we actually make it right so we can learn from it it's like he's trying to boost everybody up nigga no so you can't even come out and say I was hood reading being used and nigga trying to with the whole cover trying to like oh yeah it's, it's it, right we did it it's okay we're gonna make we're gonna work it through and then even on the Hulu documentary they actually showed a clip when Ja Rule went on uh Drink Kings uh Drink Champs uh, Drink Champs yeah with Noriega's uh podcast and he got drunk and he was just like yeah I mean this is part of my idea like the whole fire festival thing that that was all that was kind of sort it of was, my brain it was shot. part of his uh, it was and ideas to an extent it, it kind of made him look bad because it was like oh well you weren't fooled or hoodwinked if you just like he's Jabu was full of shit. This is yeah. At the end of the day, he's full of shit. Yeah, he wondered um, why fifty claps. But back the at other him. thing that you didn't see, so there was apparently, so there was a guy who was a um, who's a a big some guy in a big way that Billy knew, who kind of he was an event planner, a really big event planner in New York, and so he came down to help with the event. Older guy, mm-hmm. older white guy. So he had he had dumped several hundred grand into it too into the event too, of his own money into it so of course in his like, he, this shit has to go off he's uh, trying to help you know Billy with the shit so at one point they had three tanker three trucks full of Evian water stuck in customs <laughs> so in the, wow. they, they couldn't pay the customs bill Billy calls this guy and says hey man he's like what's up so the water is stuck in customs we can't get it out so I need you to take one for the team. What the fuck you mean, Billy? Will you suck dick to get? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you suck like no. He's like he's like you know you know he, he prefaced it by saying you know you're uh, like our our great like gay leader right? Um, like our gay great gay like res- representative for this thing. Oh Will you my suck dick God. to get our water out of customs? Uh- <laughs> And the guy said, like, I was like, what? And he said, but I did not. And then I found myself going home. I took a shower. I gargled with mouthwash and I got in my car and I was driving to go suck dick to get the water out of customs. What the hell? I was for him to get there. And the customs guy was like, dude, no, you don't have to do that. I'll just give you the water. You guys pay me after. Like, but it was like, this nigga was really the take one to say, so you see the meme out there now? I heard. That's what that's for. One of my friends said that, like, he, because he watched the Netflix documentary and I was just like, wait, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. Like, 
like, cause they they show clips from the on Hulu. They show clips from like the the Instagram influencers were on their way there. They didn't. They necessarily... showed it too. They showed all that stuff. That stuff was shown in um in the Netflix one too. A lot of that stuff was shown because that stuff was pretty much they right from their social media. I pages. think with the Hulu documentary, they were more so focusing on Billy's life all the way up until right. The... And, they, and this was more so from the presumption of starting with Fire Festival. And I mean, they kind of covered some of the stuff on Magnesis, but yeah, it was that one was more involved on Billy. This one was more just on mostly on the festival. It kind of gave some backstory on Billy, but it was mostly the festival. Right. Um, and it was crazy because in the because uh, when they were interviewing Billy in the Hulu documentary, they asked him like, "So why were you? Te- why were these people led to believe they were going to be staying in villas?" And he was like, uh, "Well, we had 250 keys set aside um, with cars misplaced." Yes, and he was like, "So you lost a box of 250 keys?" He was like. Yeah. And I was like, it's a bullshit. What? It's a bullshit. <laughs> and the fact, and then what blew my mind too was in even when the FBI finally came after him and he got out on bail, he he goes to a club and he spends like over a thousand dollars on bottles and it's then just he ran acting. another scam. And I'm like, oh my god. He ran another scam, so he took so while he's already he just got out, he's on pro, he's on on pro he's on bail, he's on bail. By being investigated by the FBI, this motherfucker takes the mailing list, the email list from the people that went to the that went to Firefest, and starts sending out these invites to buy tickets under another name, uh, under a guy named um. And the guy they actually showed the guy because they showed they actually showed video because there's a guy who was actually recording this whole process right on purpose. Billy wanted to record it, so he's recording him and the guy calling to make these like to get these tickets so like there are people are actually there are actually people that actually fell for the scam too they made some money off of it uh-huh. but this motherfucker's running another scam where he's selling these tickets like he'll email people say courtside tickets to the Knicks or Victoria's Secret now. Fashion Show which... like shit that you can't even get tickets to or, like to the fucking governor's ball they don't sell tickets to the governor's nor ball. the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show no like dude like he was he was really finessing and trying to finesse even after he was already on, on like nigga really so like he might be He's the finesse of the century. Like, that nigga's ridiculous. Um, but, you know, that doc, both documentaries are hilarious. So, if you have not seen them, um, definitely watch both of them. Watch the Hulu one first. The Netflix one, it, it'll make more sense when you watch the Netflix one. But watch the Hulu one first. They're awesome. They're both great. Mm-hmm. Show you different perspectives of, of everything. But it's, it's crazy. So, getting off of that a little bit. Going to the finesse. No, not the finesse. I'll just say fuck nigger. We'll just go there. So, I'm so sick of Future. Uh. I'm sick of this nigger. So, there was this narrative back when um, when Sierra first got with Russell Wilson. There was a lot of fuck niggas out here like, well, no, she shouldn't have her son around that guy. No, it's too soon. Blah, blah, blah. Mind you, Future. Did he? Don't even... Future don't even be around his son like that. When Future does get his kids, it's been well documented that he thought drops him off at the grandma house or some shit. He don't have his kids like that. So for y'all niggas to then be mad about her having her son about a guy who she clearly knows cares about her fucking son, right. you just mad because he's a better example of um to um to your 
to your son than you are. That's <laughs> bullshit. Now, so that was the narrative, and a lot of niggas was criticizing Sierra about having her son around a nigga that she ultimately married. Like, fuck you, <sighs> niggas. Like, at what point is it okay for her to have her kid? If she's in a fucking full-blown relationship, you think she's not going to have her fucking child around the man she's in a relationship with? Right. I see they just dated once or twice. Nigga, they in a full-blown relationship, then they got engaged and they got married. You niggas can get the fuck on. <laughs> so, with that being said... At various times, now it's very rare to see her even mention his future. It's very rare. Unless he out here doing some fuck shit and he mentions her name or it's like a situation where some legal shit came up with child support because at that point they was, in a, they was in like a lawsuit at one point for defamation or some shit like that. So like shit like that, there's been instances where she's mentioned that people ask her interviews. But for the most part, Sierra don't mention that nigga at all. Right. She don't talk about she that nigga. She has her own If life. somebody asks her, she might answer, but it's usually something quickly, really quick and succinct and that's it. She don't talk about this nigga. Apparently in the world future living in, she does. So, he's on his press run for his new album. And he, so he's on this radio, some radio station in LA. So, he probably talking to some nigga he know. Some other hood nigga who don't agree with him. And so, the nigga asked him, what do you think about Russell Wilson? And his thought, he said, I think he he do whatever she tell him to. Oh, yeah. TMZ talked about that. And then he said... Because ain't no way, you know, you know, because if, if, if there's no way, why are you talking to your to ex? Like, ain't no way in hell she, um, she wouldn't be able to talk about um, say his name or, like, or say anything about him if she was with me and she know that. First thing, you hood, you you dumb niggas at fame because a man chooses not to. First of all, it's not you don't. You don't own her. I don't care if you married to her. Y'all in a relationship. Y'all fucking. Right. At no point in a woman's life do you own her nigga. So you can't tell her what the fuck to do. And the fact that he says she knows she couldn't do that around me makes it sound to me like if she did it, you would try to put your hands on her. Exactly. And he that's, was the reason why they broke up in the first that's place. That's what that shit sounds like to me. You sound like a bitter bitch who's mad because she upgraded over your dumbass. Mm-hmm. And it kills you that the nigga she upgraded with is not a hood nigga and a dumb nigga like you. Nope. That he's a clean cut guy who's rich as fucking hell. Respectful. He's a fucking athlete. He's a better father than you. Mm-hmm. And you can't take it. She out here living her best fucking life. Exactly. And your bitch ass can't stand it. And so every chance you get, you want to throw shots at her. You want to throw shots at Russell. But guess what? Your son, at the end of the day, knows who's really doing what the fuck they need to do. Because mm-hmm. your son at some point is going to actually be old enough to see all the dumb shit you're saying. And he going to look and say, shit, what example do I want to follow? Russ or this dumb nigga over here who got all these right. kids he don't bother with? Mm-hmm. The other thing about this is, then he... he so then he went on because they asked about the Jay-Z lyrics. I was, from yeah, four, from I four, read four, that too. Four. And so... Basically, his thought was he said he kind of went to Jay about it. He made it seem like he pressed Jay. 
Yeah, I read it. I was like, like he uh, yet. I'm almost positive. No, he said Jay said it wouldn't mean it, and I'm like, you nigga, you ain't pressed yet. Jay, you probably asked Jay, Brian Jay was like, no, it didn't mean anything. I told you before it didn't mean shit. It was just a, it was just a play of words, nigga. Right. That's all Jay said. I know how Jay talk, nigga. That's all he said to you. You try to make it seem like you pressed Jay, and he was like, no, no, nigga, no. Nah, don't try to play that bullshit. Oh, That's first man. and foremost. Second of all. You only have a problem with it because it points out the fact that you a dumb nigga. Yep. You and it all it did was bring out the hurt you got that somebody else is treating your son better, yo dumbass. Mm-hmm. And they also got your girl, that woman that you ain't over clearly. Right. You clearly ain't over her. Ever. You had two baby. You had two other kids. She was two baby mamas ago. Yep. And you still talking about Sierra. Yep. You ain't talking about none of your other chicks. She talking about her. So then, he goes on to say, they feel like Jay should have took his side, that Jay should be bigging him up. <laughs> so this is the thing. This is my thought process. And you new niggas, you old niggas, you dumb niggas, whoever you niggas are, you need to understand something. I don't care if we both came from the damn hood, I don't care if we came from the same street. Nigga, I don't even care if we the same fucking family. If I see you doing fuck nigga shit, I'm not supporting that bullshit. Me and Ash just said, had a fucking conversation about how we feel about people, I, people I haven't been close to and like my fucking brothers. But if I see you doing fuck nigga shit, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You keep that shit over there. I'm not about to be the nigga out here defending your shit. I'm going to call you out just like I would call any other nigga who I didn't know out. Matter of fact, I hold you to a higher standard because I know you. But for you to feel like somebody like Hove, who's in the process of rebuilding his family, getting fixing the shit he wrong he did to his wife. Because he feels like he wrong, he knows he wronged his wife and the shit and his behavior. Mm-hmm. You think that person who's matured so much over these years is gonna support your dumb street ass who's no. out here not taking care of your fuck, not being for your, being with your kids? Mm-mm. What kind of dumb shit logic does that have? What that don't make sense. But that's how street niggas think. That's how hood niggas think. Honestly, this is that's the mentality that we we live in now for 2019 because a lot of people. It's just, it's just street nigga shit. Street niggas think I'm a street. You a street nigga. You I'm a street nigga. We you supposed to hold me down, right? No, nah, nigga, because accountability matters, bro. Mm. And at some point, you need to be held accountable for your shit. And you need to call it out. I'm not about to sit here and hold you down when you doing fuck nigga shit. If you ain't taking care of your kids, or you being a bitch nigga on the radio complaining about your ex because she don't want shit to do with you, and you mad about it. I use a fucking line and you mad, you hurt. Nigga, get your dumb ass out my face. Yeah. Like, Fitch, Fitch is a bitch. He's a bitter bitch. I never cared He's about him. He's a fucking him, bitter bitch. Honest. He's a fucking bitter bitch. <laughs> he sounded bitter fucking when I read the article. Fuck I was just Navavius like... or whatever that nigga's name is. And this is also a bigger issue. And this is a public service announcement. I'll tell niggas, I've told all my friends this too. You don't trust any nigga whose name is an Avius. <laughs> First off, who would be No nigga whose name is an Avius is to be trusted. Avius. <laughs> Quavius, Navavius, Jaquius, Octavius, 
Dravius, any of these the niggas' names, whatever nigga name whose name ends with Avius, is not to be trusted. Ever. They all fuck niggas. Every one of them. Oh, there's other fuck niggas too. Yep. But I'm, I'm strictly <laughs> focused on Avius niggas. Yeah. Niggas named Avius. Avius. <laughs> all right. Any nigga with Avius on the end of the name is a fuck nigga and is not to be trusted. Exactly. I'm telling y'all niggas, take the advice. If you meet a nigga with Avius in his name, and this is also a, um, to my female listeners, this is also a public service announcement y'all. If you meet a nigga and this nigga that Avius in his name, run! <laughs> I just, honestly, we, we just need to do better at holding each other accountable and not just getting so offensive so quickly. Like, I understand there is a way you have to present it because we, we want to tell each other stuff in love of course don't go popping off at the mouth and stuff like that but people we have to be more mature in regards to taking criticism and actually learning and growing from it but too many people they they've been okayed with their behavior for so long because they've been around people who encourage their behavior versus telling them hey you might want to do this instead because you can do so much better than that i mean it's too normal now and looking on the internet a lot of times i have to just take a break from it because it's so many people on the internet who who encourages toxic behavior and encourages people to like continue in their toxic shit and it's not cool like when are people gonna wake up one day and realize that hey i need to do better as a person but not only that also look at the people that's in your circle is the people in your circle pushing you to be a better person or are they just bringing you down to continue to be the piece of shit that you are that's all i can say Hashtag Don't trust Avius <laughs> Avius niggas ain't shit Man I'm telling you Just think about it Any nigga you ever met with an Avius in their name <laughs> He probably wasn't shit He probably was a dumb nigga Or a fuck nigga He just said stupid shit Probably grimy as hell Probably rob people on the low Some dumb shit He did some dumb shit don't fuck a nigga named Avius. Don't fuck a nigga named Avius. <laughs> um, all right, so moving forward, and this actually goes to the and 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 what I can describe futures mindset is toxic max masculinity. That's the best way you can describe it. That's what it is. It's a prime example of it. And so moving on from that, so Gillette put out a new ad referring to just that toxic masculinity. Um, you know, Jet's um, slogan has always been the best a man can get. Uh-huh. And so the, the, the it started to add starts out with is just the best a man can get. And it, ta- it shows different instances where the behavior of young men or little boys was excused for, oh, boys were being boys. Um, it shows boys picking on kids because they're different or kids because they're homosexual. All these different examples of situations where boys were doing things that were, or the way they, way they treated women. A lot of these examples and some and some of the things, this is where it started when they were children because it was just dismissed as quote unquote boys being boys. Boys right. being boys. Um, it was something years ago 
um, somebody said something. I can't remember what it was. It may have been Trump, dumbass. And something was um, described as locker room. It was the grabbing by the pussy shit. And yeah. we're talking about how it was just locker room talk. And that's the same mindset that, oh, guys just say shit. And, you know, it's just, you know, their boys are being boys. It don't mean anything by it. And that's the same dismissive attitude we've always had about guy, some of the shit that men have said or done because it's always been accepted as boys being boys. It's all, oh, we can just allow that shit. And it's like, no, bro, you a fuck, that's a fuck boy shit. So a lot of people, a lot of people were upset by this ad, white and black men, because they were, they, they their toxic masculinity was definitely showing. Um, why? What are you talking about? Why? What, what's wrong with his ad? I don't get it. It's like, if you don't get it, then you're probably the reason why you're probably one of the guys in the, in the commercial. Mm-hmm. Because the whole point is this. We have to teach our, our young men at a young age that it's not okay to just do shit because you're a boy. Yep. We can't just excuse your behavior because you're a boy and it's, oh, we're just being kids or we're just boys being boys. No, bro. You need to understand what accountability is at a young age. You need to understand what consent is at a young age. You need to understand all these things because those things are going to be important when you go out into the world and you start doing fuck nigga shit. If you're, if you're not taught that at a young age, then it's going to be harder for you to learn it later on. Mm-hmm. And it's just reality of it. I, I've talked about it before. The reality is, in my generation, we were brought up in rape culture. We yes, were raised we were. on that shit. That's what we and we were taught. We were taught that shit was okay, and it wasn't. But we were we were taught it was okay. It was it was normal. It was what we knew. You get older, you realize, nigga, we did some fucked up shit when we were younger that we thought was okay. And it's like, no, that shit's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like I remember. It was a video along with the girl at the gas station on them dudes harassing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, oh, that, I've seen that, that scene. So back in the day so when I used to go, like back when the the um the state fair was in, still in the city, mm-hmm. it was times I remember going to state fair and it would see you would see like four five niggas surrounded like one girl, two girls, her like trying to talk to her. It was like nigga, that's an intimidating situation. Very. At the time, it's like what the fuck are y'all niggas? Even then, back then, I was like, what the fuck are you niggas doing? But it's like. If a girl is in that situation, she feels like she don't have a choice but to acquiesce to whatever you niggas want. That's fucked up. Yeah, and people, and then, because I kind of got into it with some of the people in the comment section because they were like, well, could she just go to a different gas station? And I was like, but what if in the situation she was running out of gas and that was the only gas station close to her proximity? It don't matter. And even that, you're right. We need to stop trying to tell people what they should have done to avoid being harassed. Exactly. Is not my is not my job or that the victim's job to stop you from harassing them. Mm-hmm. It is your job to not harass them. We keep trying to tell victims how to not get victimized instead of saying, "Hey, how about you just not victimize me?" Right. Stop coming after me. Stop trying to rape me. Stop down to touch me when I don't want your touching. And this brings up another, and it's this whole concept of you're asking for because you do a certain thing. Yeah. Um, for example, did you see a twerk video, City Girls? Yes, I did. So, a lot of people, oh, so somebody had come to Cardi was like, so what's what's um, what's so appropriate about this fucking video or some shit like that? And Cardi said, it means that what if, no matter how much I shake my ass, how much I'm fucking wearing or whatever, it don't mean you can touch me if I say no, motherfucker. Because at the end of the day, a woman has every right to own her body and do what the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. None of that gives you 
privilege to touch her if she don't want you to fucking touch Which her. Which was also a reason why it was only all girls in the video. Too. Like, there's right. no, there's none that gives you an excuse to touch her. I don't give a fuck what, if a bitch walk past you, butt ass naked. Naked, right. That is no reason or no excuse for you to ever touch her. Mm-hmm. For example, years, years ago, I had a friend of mine. I kind of liked her, but whatever. She had a boyfriend, so but we were just like, she went to school out of state, but she would when she would come home from holidays, like she would just come over when I was still living. It was back in the day when I was living at home, and she would come over like ladies and we just sit up and talk and watch movies, nothing, just chill. Um, and so. I remember one night before she was about to go back home, so she had just one guy she called her play brother. Or whatever, the dude she was cool with. And so I guess he had asked her to go out um, for drinks before she left, whatever. He's like, hey, let's go off for drinks before you, you know, go back to school. So they went out, and I guess after they was drinking, he tried to throw himself, like he tried to push up on her or whatever. And she pushed him off or whatever the case may be. But for somebody who you thought was close to you, that's fucked up. And that's what, and people don't need to realize, that's how most sexual assault happened. Mm-hmm. It's usually somebody who was close to you. Somebody that you feel like, um, you know, you can trust, and then you get put in a situation, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Right. The other thing people don't seem to understand about that is this. Most women, at least a lot of the women I know, because of the way society has been conditioned, they've been conditioned for years, they blame themselves. It's so many, it's victim shaming has become such a, a commonplace thing that the victims already blame themselves because they mm-hmm. start looking and say, well, what did I do to invite that? Exactly. As opposed to holding the person who did it accountable, they're always in this mindset of, okay, well, what did I do? Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up that they have to feel like that. And so, for example, that night that happened, she came over and she came over with a drink in her hand. She was like, she had a cup in her hand. She had been drinking ever since. And she cried about how that happened. And she threw herself at me. Because she just wanted to feel something comfortable at that point. Mm-hmm. She literally got buzzed nigga in my fucking room. I didn't touch her. I said, no, no, we good. You And she got mad at me about it until she got sober. But it was like, no, I'm not... No, first of all, even if I did like you, I'm not taking advantage of you Trump for one. Exactly. Second of all, I know you're only doing this because you hurt right now. You just need something. You just want some type of comfort to try to hide the fact that you hurt somebody you thought was close to you and thought you could trust, try to take advantage of you. Uh-huh. That's not, no, I'm not, I'm not here for it. Even back then, I knew that shit was wrong. Like, this is like people will have this mindset and as people understand like you, the vic- victims already feel a, a low enough when something like mm-hmm. that happens so for you people to blame them in addition to that just and, and then you wonder why people don't come out and talk about it right the other like, why are you, why they just say something because of people like you and that and my my always my go-to thing to educate people who make that stupid excuse is like research the psychological trauma that victims go through because a lot of them had they end up uh developing post uh traumatic syndromes a lot of them like you said blame themselves they start to have anxiety they start having panic attacks and all this other and people don't understand and a lot of times they they grow this sense of fear where it's like i can't come out because if i tell this person then they might not believe me or i can't go to that person because they might go hunt them person down and kill them so they feel like they have to hold the blame and people are just like well i don't understand why i took her so many years that bitch probably lying she just trying to get money she trying to this 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 that and, and the third it's and just 90 99 percent of the time there is no money for them to get mm-hmm. 
most like most first of all rape is really hard uh, sexual assault is really hard to prove it is it's one in, in unless it's in that instance it's very hard to prove because even in it because we i went and i actually saw a documentary that premiered on hbo about it they had it uh downtown um and it talked about the number of rape kits that was in detroit that was never tested because what they would do with those rape kits is they would basically put them on the back they wouldn't even, they would backlog them. They wouldn't even, because a lot of times if you go and report it at the police stations and stuff like that, a lot of them won't even look over the cases because they feel like it's a waste of time. And then to hear that some of these police officers was harassing and badgering the victims themselves, like, well, what did you do? Why did you get, and, and it was it was sickening. It was hard to watch so at times. Said, oh, like, what did you do to invite that? No, nigga, there's no, there is no, there is no amount of action I can take or a woman can take that is ever going to ad- justify you as a man or anybody taking advantage or touching her if she don't want you to touch her. <laughs> and it's funny because I had this conversation when I was at the barbershop last week. Um, and it pissed me off because... And so, because uh, something, something came up. We talked about R. Kelly. Uh, R. Kelly came up. And, um, and by the way, Sony dropped his ass, which I'm yes, happy about. Yes, praise the Lord. But... Yeah. Um, but right, we talking about R. Kelly and my my barber started playing he always plays devil advocate about shit like that and he's older so I, I expect him his mindset to be a little different but still um and he's talking about like um and then they brought up Cosby and it's like and some it was some girl who does hair in the, in the same building she came up she's a younger girl mm-hmm. and she's like nah some of the bitches are you know if you're going to somebody's hotel room I said I don't give a fuck who hotel room you went to first of all this is the thing you people wanted to understand <laughs> I think you people want to understand. Famous people do a lot of business in hotel rooms. Yes, they do. They don't stay at home. They might live in California, but if they in New York, nine times out of ten, they're in a hotel room. A lot of business gets done in hotel fucking rooms. That's where that's where these people live most of the time. So you guys don't think it's normal to go to somebody's hotel room, but that shit's actually pretty common in the fucking industry. Mm-hmm. It's not an uncommon thing. Now, even if that's the even if that wasn't the case, I don't give a damn if she went to his um, hotel room and butt ass naked. At no point did they give him a right to touch her or drug her. Mm-hmm. Because my thing is this. If once you drug her, you took away her ability to say no. And that's what happened with Cosby. And yet these my, people... That's my, just- my point. It's like with Cosby, you took away his her ability to say no. So even even if she had come... Because my thing is this, and this is the thing I can explain. I'm going to say, nothing gives you access or access to a woman's body. It just doesn't. Nothing. <laughs> At any point, if she says no... Nigga, you need to get the fuck off her. Exactly. At any point. Even if y'all haven't started having sex. No means. No. If no. she say no, then no, nigga, go. And, and so that was the argument happening because it was two older guys. Another guy walked in. And I said, and he was like, no, nigga, no. I'm like, no, nigga, I'm sorry. If yo, I don't care if your wife tells you no. But she my wife. No. She still has rights, yeah. nigga. Mm-hmm. Her being her, her, your wife doesn't mean you own her, and that's the th- mindset you guys need to understand. And look, he's a he's he's a pet, he's a minister or some kind of whatever. And but even in that, I'm sorry, your wife is not your property. Exactly. So if your wife at any point tells you she doesn't want to have sex, guess what? She don't have sex. She can say no. 
Mm-hmm. You don't own her. And that's the thing, this mentality that somehow women are, pos- are possessions and for whatever you want to do with them, that's not the way this works, nigga. Right. And so then they got in this whole thing about, um, and I said, I said, consent is a thing. Consent is a thing. I said, and he's like, well, what if what if you uh, a guy paying a, a girl's bills? I said, a woman doesn't owe a guy shit. Uh-uh. He damn sure owe you. She damn sure owe you pussy. What? So you get she paying her bills and he took no, no. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. And, and even a young girl was just like, no, I don't have to. If a nigga decide to pay my bills or buy me anything, that's not his my, his choice. If I want to give him give him pussy or not, like that's not that's not his say. If I choose to do it, that's my choice. But he shouldn't be expecting this shit just because he did something. Exactly. No, um, and then niggas, you niggas need to understand. Is you spending? I don't care if you spend thousands of dollars on a chick. None of that shit entitles you to her fucking body at any time, at any time, uh-huh. ever, ever. Uh-huh. You do not own her. You do not own her body. Her body is not your property. So you buying shit with the intention that hell, if I spend enough money, she gonna put out, and if she doesn't, you can't be mad because guess what, nigga, she don't have to. Yeah. Even if she asked you to buy some shit, none of that comes with the intent that that, that doesn't guarantee you sex. Right. Because you get in the day, it's still your choice whether you choose to do it or not. You can say no. Yeah. Because the thing is, this it's still her choice if she wants to give you any. Simple as that. And it, they was, they, my brother thought I was crazy. I'm like, no, nigga. So I'm going to spend all this money. I took you out. No, nigga, no. None of that shit no. entitles you to her body. Mm-hmm. She don't owe you shit. Nope. A damn thing. And now, this like, it's crazy. It was crazy. I had to have this argument. I'm like, really? You think I'm crazy because I'm telling you that no, a woman does not owe you shit if you spend money on her? If you pay a bill or two, mm-hmm. if you pay all her fucking bills, she's gonna owe you shit. Not pussy. If she chooses to do something nice for you, cook you something, whatever the case may be. Like the girl, the one girl's like, yeah, like I might cook him something. If I if I feel like I might want to cook him something or something, I cook. Well, he, well, he want pussy. That don't mean shit. Just because he warm, you don't get it. Right. Because again, your currency, your currency don't trade off a of pussy. And this whole the fact that you niggas looking pussy as a commodity or some shit or a trade I think a trade a thing is for trade is what drives me fucking crazy because it kills it, shows it kills this whole fucking mindset and it's like nigga really you got daughters though and that's the messed up part about some of these people that go hard for R Kelly and Cosby and I had to unfollow and delete them off of my page they have daughters that they post about every single day even though it was actually one who came back and apologized after the whole R. Kelly documentary was shown because it's like yeah dude people want to sit up here and say like well I mean don't these kids know by now he's a rapist and that's just how he is and he was sexually abused I got into it with somebody because he basically said like I don't like how people are judging R. Kelly when he was raped I said, the problem with R. Kelly is that he is not sorry about anything that he has done to these young women. Right. That's the thing. And he's like, but he was sexually abused. We get that he was sexually abused. I'm like, but that does not excuse. A bunch of serial killers that you niggas wanted in jail are definitely. I said, 
said nobody. Damn thing. There's a whole show called Criminal Minds yes. that touches on this subject every fucking week. Yes. You being abused as a child does not justify you abusing other people. Also, even if it was, even if it does give you like, okay, I understand to some extent. Mm-hmm. You don't. He don't admit to. He don't own the shit. Right. He didn't go he, get help. He doesn't care. He don't give a fuck. No. He's still separating people from their families. Families. Because guess what? He may have been molested as a child. Nobody kept him away from people. Mm-hmm. Nobody kept him locked up. Nobody told him where to shit and fucking stay. Nobody told him to look at nobody. Nobody controlled his life like that. Yep. And then he was a kid. Yep. He's a grown-ass man telling women when to fucking use the bathroom. Right. And making them miss out on meals there because they no don't call him way daddy. to equate what he's done to these women to what he endured as a child. Not at all. And people, and then, yeah, so the guy, so we're going back and forth, and he's like, well, I don't understand, so if you're a Christian and blah, 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 and mind you, because I was, I, I asked him the question, I said, do you know anybody that's ever been sexually assaulted before? He said, yeah, me. And I was like, so... Well, for first of all, I apologize that you had to go through that experience. But two, for you to have been through that experience before, how can you sit up here and defend a guy like that? And he's just like, well, no, because, I mean, he needs help and we have to give him forgiveness and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know if- what? If 20, 25 <laughs> years ago, maybe. Yeah. He's been doing his shit for 30 years. And it, it has no remorse sign. at you go into a party and you have girls screaming out kidnap me rape me and stuff like and you getting off on that no because he's but it's also part of the unfortunate part about the black community in general and so that's the other thing that came up during this conversation when we were at the barbershop because i kept talking about how these people keep bringing up all these white people like that fucking matters i'm talking about my black women right now Mm -hmm. that don't affect me also and it was a tweet, it was a post I saw the other day that kind of made my point as far as why it is crazy to me what black people will, will notice because black people live in a bubble. They do. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we don't see outside our little circle of things that's going on in the world. And so we always keep pointing out how, oh, it's not fair because they're not bringing up so-and-so and this person's getting off of, you know, and this person's getting off for doing this shit. But no, man, this other person did so-and-so. Because another thing, we keep bringing up, they bring out, um, because one of the girls at the barbershop brought up the guy from Seventh Heaven talking about, well, no, they ain't taking oh. a show off. I said, when the last time you saw an episode of Seventh Heaven? Right. Exactly. I, I have every channel. That shit don't come on. So what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That shit don't come on. So that's not even a uh, uh, that's not even a uh, that's not even equal. So you can't post you can't say that. So this is what it was. It says um, when I see black people bring up all the white Hollywood pedophiles in an attempt to justify R. Kelly, I can clearly mm-hmm. tell you niggas live in a black people bubble. Or they'll say, oh, but he was getting ready to buy CBS. Right. That's what was going he's a, on. He said, y'all clearly don't watch Dateline, Nightline, MB, MSNBC, I read that, yep. CNN, 60 Minutes, etc. Because just last week, I've seen Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein in court for their crimes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but she was watching Belly next Friday in that trash ass. Yep, I remember that. Me, I think Brad posted time. that. There are countless documentaries about priests who have sex with boys, but you were busy watching reruns of Martin, so you missed it. Last week, one of them received seventy years in prison, but you were consumed with love and hip hop, so you missed that too. Woody Allen and Roman Polanski were cut off by Hollywood, but you watch him, but did a Hollywood movie. Yeah, yeah, because you niggas bring up Woody Allen. Woody Allen no. ain't made a movie in twenty years. Yes, he been blackballed from Hollywood. Exactly. But um, no, no, you can't tell black people um, that. We're cut up by Hollywood and then you what? Jerry Lee Lewis had a movie about him and his pedophile ass was exposed as well. But nah, he was arguing with people in Shade Room and Bossip IG page trying to get the latest team. Mm-hmm. There is a whole world outside your black existence, but you missing it. So when a black celeb get caught up, all you say is, man, why they only fucking with black men? Well, they don't, genius. If you um if you put down the PS4 the controller and watch some fucking news for once, you would know that. And that was my point. Black people live in this bubble where they don't see things outside their own community, but they then don't. it's like when we're trying to protect people in our community, do you want to give me a hard time? Because uh-huh. my thing is this: there are things going outside your little black bubble, and and, and reality is this: Harvey Weinstein is going on trial. He's going to go to yeah, jail because guess what? He fucked with white people, and white people were off him. Famous white people. Oh, that nigga getting put under the jail. Yes. Y'all niggas don't understand that. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing I said before. Um, and it was another example in the black bubble when I was talking before on here about um how black black people always say, you always talking about how Hollywood tries to um demasculate their men by making them dress up like women. Mm-hmm. And I said, You clearly haven't seen any other movies by right. white people. Or TV shows, because white men been dressing up like women for years. Robin Williams, Mr. Doubtfire. Robin Williams. Tuan Fu, John Leguizamo. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Bosom motherfucking buddies. buddies. Oh, that was a classic um, show. Fucking um, Gene, what was it? Gene, no, it was um, Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Back in like it was some movie I can't remember what the fucking movie was. It was an old movie. He won an Oscar for the shit. Yeah, like yeah. Chris Farley was doing that. White like people on have SNL. been dressing up like women for years. years. It's not a new thing, but when it happens to black people, all of a sudden it's a conspiracy to dehuman, demasculate our right. men. And honestly, that and started I, back in like. It, and I get it. We had this mindset that everything, everything is done to demasculate us. It's not always that way. I mean, you go back to, honestly, but back in when Shakespeare was still around and stuff like that, women weren't allowed allowed to act. act. So men dress like women. (laughs) So, hello, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It's it's been going on. So it's not a new thing. So y'all, this whole mindset, it's the same thing people that believe it's a gay agenda. Uh, (laughs) When shit like power came, I'm like, nigga, you do right. There have been gay TV, gay people on like white TV shows for years. And nobody ever said it was a gay agenda. Nigga, Will and Grace came on 20 years ago and just Oh yeah, mm-hmm. nigga. Um, there was a show with gay leads. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Where, you people, where have you motherfuckers been? Or they always feel like a black person in power. They were getting ready to buy some sort of multi-million dollar oh, corporation, said, and then oh, all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I said, yeah. R. Kelly about to buy Sesame Street. Like, <laughs> Nickelodeon. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck? And like, yeah, that whole R. Bill R. Kelly Cosby broke. It, no, no, it's just whole thing like. Y'all and I get it. Black men and black black people in general have been unequally targeted in our society right. for hundreds and years. I get it, but that does not mean I have to not. I'm not gonna call you on your bullshit. Exactly. I am not gonna be. I'm never gonna be one of them people. I talked about it earlier. I'm never gonna be one of the people where I see you doing bullshit. I'm just gonna sit there and be like, 
Oh, what are you doing bullshit? But then, whatever, I'm just gonna let it slide because you know what? Our black people have been treated unfairly. We gotta stick together. No, yeah, because the white man trying to bring us down. Fuck nigga, if you a pedophile, if you a fucking rapist, you a fucking abuser, if you're a fucking um, a, 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 a predator of any kind, fuck you. Take that nigga to jail. We have. It goes back to just, accountability. We, we, have we have to this learn. Thing where we let people slide. This shit's been going on in black families for centuries, and we've allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. We've allowed our young, our black girls to be mistreated and abused because guess what the overwhelming majority of young black girls who have been abused have been abused by men and their families Families, family friends their mothers um boyfriends boyfriends or husbands it's or shit their fathers in some instances all of that shit happens and it's always an internal thing it's very rarely an outside thing that's where it's happening this shit usually happens from somebody and their family that everybody trusted and so if they were to come to them and sometimes they did come to them and their family laughed them off Mm -hmm. shit even in R. Kelly doc when he was a little brother his brother came to him about yeah and R. Kelly said that ain't happen yep it's the same thing that happens in the black community all the time Mm -hmm. so then you niggas can't then come at like oh well no we just no nigga you need to hold your people accountable and people don't want to held accountable for shit we want to let everybody slide just because I'm black nigga I don't give a fuck and then they wonder why like women do grow up with the traumas of like they become promiscuous or they feel like they gotta have sex and with any and everybody just to feel good about themselves well really I mean if you would have gotten them the proper help and therapy and stuff and actually nipped it in the bud when it first happened half of them wouldn't be throwing the themselves out like bugaboo, that. you know you know th- therapy is a bad we're in the black community so you know, yeah that. therapy no you don't need therapy put some tussin on it that's white people stuff put some tussin on it <laughs> or drink a varners it'll go away <laughs> but no it's just this whole idea that you niggas just wanna like it's crazy to me but um so there's that oh and it's like I, I this whole idea of um so you are white, so it's a little different for you. Half white. You're white. Correction. Half white. white. Irish American and be technical. You're white. Oh, okay, so you're ginger too? Uh, how many times you should have been known this? Yes, yes. Uh, We've talked hair, about so this. My mom is a ginger though. Oh, okay. So yeah. Freaking gingers. Oh gosh. Ginger steps. Um because I've always so what is it? Um Part of that black bubble thing is like growing up, I was always told I talk white. And I always wonder, what is talking white? But then it also goes to this whole mindset of, and I guess I got to tell people this, and you might not understand what this word means, but black people are not a monolith. And what I mean by that is this black people come in all shapes, sizes, personality traits, education Mm -hmm. levels intellect levels um, um, talents abilities all different things so if I don't talk like you believe a black person should talk which I don't understand what that is Mm -hmm. um, Ebonics then go fuck yourself ghetto now mind you I'm a first class motherfucker I can go talk in a boardroom to CEOs right now I did it yesterday not two days ago and then I can come on here and shoot the shit with y'all. And say, fuck everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would talk with my group of friends and, t- and, and talk all this slang you want to hear. Because guess what? 
I'm not just one thing. Being a black person to me does not mean I have to be one thing or one type of person. Right. It does not mean to me that I have to talk a certain way. It doesn't mean I have to t- uh, act a certain way. It does not mean I have to live in a certain place. It does not mean I have to have reach, have a certain um, interest. So, for example, I'm from Detroit. I didn't know what buffs were till like five years ago. Wait, you said what? I had heard niggas talk about buffs. I didn't know what the fuck they were. Really? Didn't huh. fucking care. Didn't fucking care. Okay. Didn't fuck. You don't care about a lot of stuff, but all right. Yeah. Fucking care. Go I ahead. Niggas with, I will hear niggas. I kind of figured out they were glasses, but I didn't know specifics of what they were. Uh-huh. I just heard niggas say they're buffs, and I'm like, why the fuck are they caught that? <laughs> then I found out why. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. But they're stupid. This is stupid. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't. I'm like, why? Over expensive glasses that get snatched like, up. And it, yeah. it, it just for believe me, Detroit niggas spend money on dumb shit. He said, come to the door. Yep, I'm about to. He said, come to the door. <laughs> I'm he said, come to the door. I am going. He said, come to the door. I am going. Come to the fuck. Keep talking to the people. Come to the fucking door. And so, and yeah, yeah niggas probably going to be mad at me for that. But yeah, I didn't know what you were. Didn't know. Didn't care. Um, but there's a lot of things like when you're from Detroit, they expect you to do certain things or be interested in certain things. Another thing about being from Detroit. And I don't care how many people hate me for this. I think Blade Ice with is trash. I mean, look, rest in peace, you know, but it's trash. Fucking trash. Fucking trash. Capital Tree. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know. Fuck. Capital Tree. Nigga, I'm stupid. Capital T Rash. Trash. Fucking trash. And look, I don't give a fuck how many people got a problem with that. I really don't care. I've told niggas to their face about this shit. I don't even give a damn. Um, and look, I respect that people respect him and they, they appreciate him and they have this thing, but I don't. He doesn't represent me. Um, I've never thought his music was that great. Um, but it's what it is. And it's funny, speaking of music, and so I had this conversation with somebody, um, my old high school friend, and she was telling me about her ex and how he has these, um, he's, these dreams of being famous. Like he's like 40-something years old at this point. And he has this thing that he told her, like, you're going to regret it when I, get, I make it. And my thing is this. And mind you, she actually played me some of his music, and his music was trash. It was cheer. Like, it was it, it probably, like, like circa 1994, the style of Detroit music, but it's 2019, so he probably shouldn't be making that shit no more. But he didn't care, um, apparently. He thinks that he's going to make it one day. Um, and she keep, and he mad because she didn't support him when they were together. And I'm like, well, your tr- music is trash. So, um, you know, it is what it is, dude. Whoop-de-whoop. Right. But, um, yeah, that was that. Oh, um... Yeah, but no, I never thought Boy Icewood was talented, but you know it's cool. Yes, I mean he 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 made rap music for Detroit the ratchets is, of Detroit. I I did like to bang boys. out I think none to of it. Was talented, but um, I mean the songs bang. I they, mean they, they, I can't get with the new stuff. Nah, I don't they, care for Doughboy Cash Out like that I'm stuff. Sorry, the beats no. were terrible. I'm sorry, the beats yeah. were terrible. They, they call the, them the Fruity Loop their beats. Beats were they were worse than Fruity. I've actually heard some really great things off of Fruity Loops. Nigga, Ninth Wonder started on Fruity Loops and he made that shit bang. So. Oh, man. Um, the other thing, Adrian Browning just shut the fuck up. <sighs> you got your ass whooped by Pacquiao, but somehow he still thinks he won. Yeah, he was I delusional. He knocked, I didn't watch the fight, but I, I saw he the got post. Knocked, he got hit that hard that he really just don't know what day of the week it is. I don't even think he think the week the fight even happened any um yet. I think he still thinks it's the week before. Like that nigga's Wait, so where is he actually from? Um, is he from here? Let me find out. 
I think uh, if he is from here, um, he need to go. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's from Ohio. Uh, so why is he? I think he trained here at some point. Maybe I don't know. Okay. He's from Cincinnati. He got his ass beat. Mm. As the meme said, the AB now stands for ass beat. Because <laughs> he definitely got his ass beat. But Pat, um, Also, I haven't watched the NFL, but apparently the Super Bowl is happening next week and the Patriots won't, uh, are getting into it. Fuck the Patriots. Um, I think that's the last thing I had to say about that. I, don't, I haven't watched the NFL in two years, so I don't know. Um, I, I hear any highlights. Yeah, I heard a lot of people were pissed because the Saints got robbed. They did. That was a bad call. It was it was terrible. Okay. From what I saw the highlight, it was terrible. Like the dude, like basically like like he he basically like raped the dude before he the ball got there. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> um, De'Aaron's here. Hi, De'Aaron. How are you? Oh, hey, bro. What's up, What's sir? Up? What's going on? Is so Dan be coming in here with just fake deep voice and shit. <laughs> for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, that it is on. Uh, um, what's up, sir? What's going on? Happy New Year to both of y'all. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. It's the first time I've seen them this year, so you know. Not for me. But. Well, yeah, but you light skin, so I don't trust you. Shut up. <laughs> no, he's my favorite brother. All of all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, she didn't. She didn't understand. I don't care. I, don't I think he does. I, I think I he does. He I just like the front. I have enough sisters. I'll be all right. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. They're all ranked. And you probably at the bottom. I don't. You at the bottom. <laughs> just know that. Out of all my brothers, my favorite brothers, you she, are um, at the bottom. Let's see. Yeah, you under the bottom. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's the half breed thing. I can't. Oh, I can't hush. abide it. I can't abide it. But it's cool, you know. I don't hate. Totally hate your white privilege. Um, I don't. I barely. I can barely get it. So. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, but no, we don't. I'm done talking. I don't really have shit else to say. Um, this is probably gonna be the shortest podcast we've done, but I haven't done one in a couple weeks. So I figure, hey, fuck it. Um, Ashley doesn't talk very much. What are you talking about? I have been talking, but you just want to sit up here and run your mouth off all the time and blah blah blah. So I do that. I do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You. You need you to. Can, let... You should have been more forceful. I mean, she's I... always more forceful. Sure exactly, exactly. Right. <laughs> what? See. <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? See, why I can't stand Caucasians. Shut up. <laughs> the Caucasian. Oh my God. Huh. Um. Probably want to go marry Billy McFarlane. Uh, no, not at all. I mean, fire festival. <laughs> that was a fire. Uh, I still gotta watch that. <laughs> well, the Both Netflix of those one documentaries are hilarious. I saw the Hulu one, but um, yeah, we'll probably watch Netflix one later. Well, no, if he hasn't seen either one, I can't show. I'm both. I don't care. Well, I got Hulu, so I can watch Hulu. Yeah, watch the Hulu one, and we watch the Netflix one. But you got yeah, it's. It's some epic shit. It's an epic, like, it's a fucking clusterfuck. It was. I, I mean, y- y'all remember the memes I, the memes I was um, posting it was, when I was it's, going there? Uh-huh. Like, it's worse than what, you, like, the memes were, like, it is terrible how that shit happened. I, I It's fuck, like, that dude is. He got down on those rich white kids. He, he was did. a horrible, he was pretty much a scammer. A drip, oh, no, yeah, he, 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 yeah, he was stuff. scamming even after he got arrested. Like, he was crazy. But, um, yeah. 
Um, shouts to my um brass um on a successful Tampon Palooza 2019. Yeah. The house was packed. Hey, y'all was having some good, he, good time too. He was um he was all over the news trying to get his um his media um media person on the shit. Um, so shouts to him. Yeah, we had a good time. DJ started playing music and everybody, you know, black people. Never some music started playing. Niggas started hustling, and that's what happened. <laughs> um, but they was like the it was probably more guys there this time than they've ever had uh, from what the host one of the hosts said. So it was, it was a good night though. I ventured outside my ten mile radius to go, so you know it was big. Mm-hmm. Um, it <laughs> being be before the holiday helped because I had one of to go my days. <laughs> so that definitely played a big role in me going. Um, but no, um, shouts to Brass for that. Um, uh, shouts to uh, shouts to C Wade and Brass. They're at the um, pop up shop for uh, Fearless, Fearless Rebels. Rebels. Um, yep. Shouts to shouts to um, City. Um, so you know, and sh- you know, good shit on that. Um, what else is going on? I think that's it. I don't really have shit else to um, talk about. I'm done. I've cussed out enough people today. I think. Um, so let's just so we can recap. Fuck any nigga whose name ended in Avius. Yep. Them niggas cannot be trusted. Mm-hmm. Kentavious, Navavius, Quavius, Shavius, Favius, Quadravius, all of them niggas. And for women, and this is for you, if you hear a nigga with that name in Avius anywhere in their name, run! Mm-hmm. Um, and fuck then, R. Kelly still. Fuck R. Kelly, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Future's a fuck nigga. Get on you, bitch, crying. You all go. Like, he's literally hurt. He's brokenhearted that he can't have Sierra back, and he's mad about it. So, you know what? Fuck you, Future. Mm-hmm. And um, other than that, I think that's all. Um, black people get out of your bubble. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, men, women don't owe you shit. I don't care what amount of money you spend on her. She don't owe you a damn thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's about it. So with that being said, um, I am Will K, the king. Um, this is Ashley K, who's in her fucking phone and not playing. It I am listening to you. Say your fucking name. Ashley K-A-Y. Boom. God, say that dumbass K-A-Y shit. Hey, shut up. And this is the Down With The King podcast. This was episode 21, 22, thumb. I don't know what none of the fucking number it is. I ain't check. Mm-mm. But Shame on with you. that being said, signing off after another successful podcast and me talking shit. Thanks, Ashley, for sitting in and annoying me the whole time. Uh, you're welcome. Said, hey, hey, make sure you follow the page Down With The King podcast on Instagram. You can also find it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple. What else? Down With The King podcast on Facebook, DWTK pod. Uh-huh. On Twitter, um, yeah, you can email us at Donald King Podcast at gmail.com if you got questions and you want to, um, yeah. And if anybody wants to be on the podcast, hey, you let me know. Um, not anybody, though. Well, not, not yeah, I mean, anybody. I'm gonna vet you very fully, and if I don't fuck with you like that, I might have to like question it, but you know, you know, because I, I probably should have vetted Ashley a little bit more. Lies, here too, but lies, a lot. no, a lot, right? Shut so, with that you, being what, said, really? <laughs> right? So, you with that being powers. said, sign uh-huh. off, yeah, yeah, till yeah. we meet again. Sayonara, fuckers, Kanichiwa, bitches. For the music, do it because my thing is, if he didn't, the music wouldn't be as good as it was. No, it wouldn't be as good because it's one thing to make a hit here and there, it's another thing to make all your like all this shit is great. Yeah, 
So yeah, twenty four karat magic is one of my favorite Bruno albums because it like, is funky. Right. And I feel like people need to understand and accept the fact because he's paying homage to our culture. Yeah. He's, Him doing he's that living paying color, homage, he's paying homage per, to our culture. Uh, uh, doing that living color video. Yes. That's paying homage to things that our culture produced. And if you if you don't that. know what that show is, YouTube it right now. Pause it right here. Go to YouTube. I'm pretty sure you'll find Ken and Ivory Wayne's and the whole entire Wayne's family getting it in back in the 90s. Right. So it's getting like money. <laughs> I think like we always we have this line about cultural pre- like where who we we allow in in those spaces and it's like we got to we got to figure this out. Cuz I feel like we just line is always moving. It's like a moving goalpost. And at some point we need to figure out okay, what's the line and what's not the line. I, I think what do you have to do as a per- person who's doing black music and you're not black and what can't you do? Cuz at this point it I think it changes depending on the artist and who likes them. So, well, yeah, cause you got all these, you got all these new rappers, these white rappers. What's his name with the rainbow hair? He's black. He's not white. Oh, so okay. Apparently, all right. From what I heard, I don't know. Is he? Hell, I thought he he say nigga way too much for him. That's what I'm saying. Like he he's not white. He say nigga he way too much. He got too much. many niggas around him, and he say nigga way too much for him not. To right, be. like this. If he I say it enough times, it's gonna be cool. That's why I'm kind of throwing him in the mix, like. What are you, bruh? Some Jeff Hardy knockoff? <laughs> I mean, dude. Are you talking about Takashi 69? That's that's what his name is. Takashi 69 with the the guy who has literally has 69 tattooed everywhere on his body. Like this guy looks like a walking My Little Pony reject. And it's just uh I can't even bring myself to talk about him because this even Incredibly bad taste in my mouth, <laughs> but still, it's like. But this oh no, guy, he's Mexican and Puerto Rican. Wow. So that makes so sense. we were way off. <laughs> yeah, we're way off, but at the same time, it doesn't surprise me because I'm. Like, oh, that's another thing because I talked about it before how you know saying nigga we talked. So I guess it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like if you that, surprise yourself, he's in that fat ball. He's in that fat Joe category where he's allowed to oh, say it. Oh, so he's he's he has that go past. He's allowed to say it, yeah, because he's yeah because he's another uh, you know. He's, he has like a small percentage of nigga in him <laughs> that you can say nigga, but uh, uh, and that brings up an interesting point. I think that's. I think the line is if you are fully white, like straight up blonde hair, blue eyes, white, and you drop an air bomb, that's a word. Oh, yeah, of course not. No, I'm not saying, I'm not even talking about that. I mean, you say N words, you're just wrong. But my, I'm more so about what, can you do black music like, as far as R&B, hip hop? Like, what is the space there? Like, if you. There is no space because they've been doing it for years. But my thing is, people still. Now it's like in this, in this, in this day and age, uh, in the woke day and age, it's. We want to. Everybody wants to have a conversation about who's appropriate in our culture. And it's like, well. What's the space? Because my thing is, is it if that person grew up in that culture, is it really appropriate, or are they are they just doing mistakes you grew up on? That's that's my thing. To me, is clearly doing the things that you were grown that you grew up on. But that's not how people look at, it, and that's what my problem is. That's why I'm so I'm confused because I don't know what the line is anymore. <sighs> Again, it's always something. Um, but that being said, it's, it always changes. Yeah, I'm I'm out of shit to talk about. I'm tired. Um, you got anything you want you want to cover? Um, I have been uh, keeping up with MMA stuff lately. <laughs> Apparently, CM Punk has a fight tonight. Hopefully, he doesn't get killed like the last time. Well, this is apparently this is a whole new thing. Uh, you know, a whole new 
you know, a more experienced version of Punk because well, he's another first, year later. It's two well, years yeah. later. So. And then on top of that, he just got done with the whole court case with WWE, which he won, by the way. Well, he won against the... He won against that, the, the, the defamation of character thing. Right. He won that. That was um, the only case that was there was him against the doctor. Yeah, but this is the... This is the, the uh, the latest one that he's pretty much been talking about on Colts podcast for a while. Um, just be, you know, after the whole Vegas pipe bomb thing and all that stuff, and the whole him being hurt with the well, yeah, the, co- the whole court case was about defamation of character yeah. for the doctor. Yeah, and then so they he, basically said they just they said no, there's nothing there. So you know, in the in the last interview I saw this morning, um, he said, you know, I'm I'm happy it's over. You know, I'm I'm just it's good. I can move on so I can do this fight. I'm just hyper focused on Saturday night, which is tonight, by the way. Um, like I, said, I just hope he didn't get beat on like the last time. Yeah, that's really all I care about. Yeah. It, hopefully he has a good showing. It just didn't last ten seconds. Um, well, well, the first, I didn't expect much for the first fight either. Yeah, because it was kind of rushed, he's, but it's been two years rushed, now. But, hopefully you know, he's this. You know, he's had a whole year to you know train and get his bearings. So maybe he'll have an actual fighting chance. And, we shall see. And then on top of that, I heard that uh, Weezy. Is free from oh, the yeah. clutches of Bird. Wayne man. is finally free from cash money. He so won. we might he, be getting that Carter album. He got a uh, well. We are getting the Carter Five. It's going to be released through Universal. And um, uh, I heard. Well, he got, I didn't he hear, us. but I, I I read on uh, Facebook was it last night or sometime around this morning, and uh, this one dude said one one uh, flick of the lighter and Push's career is done. First of all, before I want to go back and say, for first of all, congrats to Wayne for getting finally getting the settlement. Yes, he got some money now. Birdman's not playing, paying any of the money. Universal's paying all the money. Nope. So he got paying it because he's a bitch. But um, at least Wayne is freaking cash money. Right. Um, he so is he's now. He's now. Well, I guess he's not a free agent anymore. He's on. You know, I guess he's his his stuff is going to be released to Universal, but he can also Universal. He can, because he signed to Universal, he can still sign to another label, and as long as it's through Universal, right? So for so example, for if he like a to distribution deal or something. Yeah. So if he want to sign to Rock Nation through Universal, he could do that. I've always speculated that Rock Nation uh, is because he's already said Jay has been helping him through this whole process. So yeah, you never know. Because so reality is, he was supposed to sign with Rockefeller back way. in the day. Before Young Money became a thing, yeah. So if it wasn't for all this, probably wouldn't have went through all this bullshit. But you know, whatever the being said, uh, I think congratulations to him. But yeah, somebody did say some shit about if if oh, because the rumor was that Wayne was on a disc with Drake. First of all, if you're getting help, then you lost. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah, help. I mean, he already Fuck all did. That. He already did get help with Jay. That's the same thing Nikki tried when she when she was trying to come back and get Remy. Fuck all that. Don't do that, cuz. So, whatever the case may be, fuck all that shit. Um, that being said, I'm done. Uh, oh, uh, two more things for my end, because you know I have that kind of time. Championship Wrestling League, Facebook.com. Fearless, fearlessrebels.com and follow me on Instagram at visualcrack313 I got that word for you <laughs> shameless plug shameless <laughs> fucking plug hey you know, all right man people always try to be rappers in Detroit I'm trying to help the I'm trying to help the the uh, talented ones out you know what I mean 
Alright, man. Well, with that being said, we are signing off episode four of the Down with the King podcast. I am Will K. the King. See you, Wade. And we are signing off. See ya. Howdy.